three pop music super fans with the state of pop music right now. You think flu shot and hooping cough is bad? Try rabies. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U. Yeah, welcome back for episode eight of the season. It is Project U's Pop Corner. Nick Kelly here. I've got Grace Guard and Nathan with me as well, and we are celebrating. Excuse me. Mamma Mia 3 is coming. Allegedly. I don't, is I it? Don't want, <laughs> I don't want to hear the real ABBA. I want to hear heavily melodyned vocals of <laughs> actors and actresses in their 20s. Yes, can you please play SOS by Meryl Streep and Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> Unfortunately, not in the system. Um, but the normal one is. This is the only good news that has come out of the last six months, and it's that the producer of Mamma Mia is thinking of doing a potential <laughs> third film because she said it's always meant to be a trilogy. And the Absolutely. idea of referring to the Mamma Mia movies as a trilogy is so <laughs> funny to me. I Look, i got to say, I was not a fan of the first instalment in the trilogy, what? but the second I saw three times in the theatre. I haven't seen any of them. Oh, my God. I went and saw... Um, the first time I met my partner, I didn't actually meet her. We were just at the same event. We figured out later on. But it was the Mardi Gras outdoor cinema screening of um, Mamma Mia with a special performance from the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Choir. And it was possibly the gayest thing I've ever been to. So incredible. Ideal. So ideal. Uh, so with that good news, we bring you today's podcast episode. We are going to check the charts soon. We have um, what we're going to be calling a up wait. We have a, a Daryl Braithwaite update after last week's extensive discussion around Daryl's new single, Love Songs. But we kick off the show every week with our favourite three songs. We choose one each, and the first choice this week is Space Scars. Oh, it's me. Yeah, because <gasps> Nathan got to go first last time, and I don't like going first because I talk too much in the opener anyway. <laughs> oh, well, this is exciting. I'm very excited about this song, and it's a new song from East. I'm trying to find the Spelled E. Uh, up arrow S. What is that? Just an up arrow, or does it have a fancy name? Can you do some research? I've got a panel it's right. An, it's an up arrow. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> good from you. Very good. Um, so it's called I Want to Be Here. I don't really feel that. From her album, and it's coming out next month. Yes, which is exciting. It's supposed to drop July thirty first, and it's a debut album. And I feel like debut albums always kind of catch me off guard because I'm always like, this "How haven't you already had sorry? an album?" Yeah. Has she been an EP EP person? Yes, I believe so. EP's gal. Um, we'll step it forward to the real fun bit done by her regular collaborator Jim Elliott. <laughs> kind of green light energy to it. Googling this morning, I discovered that Jim Elliott's worked with like Kylie and Ellie Golding and Halsey, so it's good, good, good hands to yeah. be in. He just there's something, and not not to do that whole thing where you go female artist. Oh, this man, you know, made it happen. But like her, like her music took took a brand new level when she started working with Jim. It just feels like the most amazing match, and I'm glad they worked more extensively towards the album. It, it really kind of continues to build throughout the entire thing and then mm. the last chorus is just absolute epic pop. The reason I loved this song so much on first listen is that it gave me a real like 
catharsis vibe, similar to the sort of feeling I got when listening to Rain On Me, taking all those like shitty feelings and like feeling real low and kind of struggling, but having that kind of like acceptance and growth and that that kind of liberation of those feelings, it kind of feels like. And I don't know, it just it makes me feel real good and I really like this song. Beautiful words. Beautiful song. East, I want to be here. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U. All right, second <laughs> song of the podcast, Nathan, bring it to us. Um, so my song this week is one I haven't actually been listening to that much because right, the songs I have been us. listening to <laughs> do, not, do not quite fit the vibe of the <laughs> podcast. Nathan's um, been listening to Wallows. Who is Wallows? <laughs> That's the band of... Dylan Minnett, who is the lead actor oh. in 13 Reasons Why. I don't know what's oh my god. <laughs> We've got, we have covered them on the blog before. I covered them in my obligatory. We're looking forward How to seeing these really? artists at Splendor things so I could get accreditation going to the gold bar and drink 15 strummers. Um, so I included <laughs> I included Wallows in that review. Um, but the course has been cancelled and moved to next year now. So this is um, Sieb and Zach Abel, and it's a song called Sad in Scandinavia. on brand for you. Scandinavia. Sad. Sadness. <laughs> Depression. <laughs> Alright, let's hear how it drops. Cool. We're in EDM territory today. I like this. But it's like mostly piano in the drop, so yeah. like I'm, I'm not I do quite it. like a piano drop. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've I've just you know gotta. It's good. It's mixed in my playlist, but my playlist at the moment has Spotify was recommending me like Tame Impala and like Rex Orange County. Oh, and that's not. Have you not listened to Rex? Not, it's not areas I'm usually in. No, I have no idea who that is. You will like um, Rex. You'll like Rex. I tell you, just like you, I is, told but, you you'd like the Amy Sharp song. Oh, well, that's, you were wrong about that. <laughs> we'll so. discuss that later. <laughs> um, this is cool. Of course, Sieb, you'll know, from making Mike Posner's I Took a p- p- Pill Slash Plane in Ibiza. Um, One of the boring productions of that What is Mike Posner up to? Oh, uh, well, I think he's walking oh, around America. Oh, was he the one that was walking cancer. around America and then got um, bitten by a snake? No, I think he finished yes. it. Did he finish the walk? He did. Yes. Good on him. He's probably writing poetry. Yeah, probably. Remember that awful, awful event we went to, Nathan, and saw Mike Posner I'll perform never that? Why did I we do that never to ourselves? Get watching Mike Posner perform a spoken word piece at a very small Nova event. <laughs> Pop Corner, a podcast by Project U. Let's do my song. My song's the best one. It's one of my favourite songs it of is. the year. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. And this kid is turning into an absolute superstar. Glad we stayed standing. This is Christian Kostov, who was the runner-up of Eurovision 2017, representing Bulgaria. Kid speaks four languages fluently. Um, He's famous in Russia, Bulgaria, and China. Um, Like, really famous in all three nations because he competed on a Chinese singing show recently, a la Jessie J. Yes. Mm. But this is a song called Things I Like. Produced it as well. Right, I love this. 
Reminds me of the kind of EDM pop stuff I was really into in like 2016, 2017 when we first kind of found out about Christian. She's a cute little kind of like he's, two, um, two and a half minutes bop. It's awesome. He's uh, a big like K-pop fan and you can kind of see that influence coming through in his, his music. And, and it's he, really good. You know what as well, even through his social media presence, I think, you know, you and I have discussed this at length, Nathan, that we felt like Christian was like, there's not quite himself on social media for a little while and now it feels like he's really like coming to the front and like really being himself and just having some fun with it um he made a tiktok dance to it um (laughs) nick (laughs) i don't pay attention to his social media you do i'm I'm, that's why i'm talking you through it um he 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 was going to release a TikTok dance and then he posted, "Hey guys, sorry, I have to postpone TikTok dance release. Yesterday night I had a very bad stomach ache. I couldn't move, couldn't talk, even called an ambulance. So Ooh. I'm just glad I made it through the night and I'm completely out of order for the rest of the day. I will just sleep for now and read your comments later. <laughs> TikTok will be delayed. Sorry. <laughs> TikTok dance release will be delayed. Ooh. But then- he was a finalist um. in season 1 of The Voice Kids Russia. Yeah. Yeah, so he's been in, like, all these random different places that like him, mainly in Eastern Europe. Um, And I I just think there's something about him now that just makes me think he's possibly going to be a a big thing. Um, And more than just, you know, a Eurovision contestant that we like as a niche artist. Christian Kostov, Things I Like, listen to it. You do all the things I like. I could do the TikTok dance, ready? No. I don't, I don't know it. <laughs> I don't know it. Um, that song that I brought last week, Shampoo, has had such a successful um, TikTok dance oh. release. Like from the moment it was released, that little video that plays on Spotify showed this like quick little dance that you can learn, and Benjamin has been like sharing them on Instagram, like all week like it's actually working like good on 10 music group for being the first yes. to actually successfully market a pop song I know, on and TikTok I mean, properly Justin Bieber tried so hard and didn't do that well I don't, actually I didn't see how it did on TikTok but as an outside observer it was just a whole lot of cringe so it's nice to see a way that does that that doesn't involve actively like hating everything about it to have it kind of integrated from the beginning was was very smart and it's just like a little dance where you like pretend to do shampoo and then you just um oh we can get the shower it's very easy look at this i've never seen you dance before nathan that was brilliant <laughs> <laughs> we got rhythm all right that's our favorite three songs of the week um so now we do this bit shot watch that was great great for me good anchor oh. My um, least favourite segment. You love this segment. So we go through the weird and wonderful things and the big things on the charts this week. Number one song in the world right now on iTunes, Shazam and TikTok. And almost number one on Spotify is by Josh685 and Jason Derulo. It's called Savage Love in brackets, laxed dash siren beat, close brackets. But I still want that. Just savage love. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Number one song in the world, folks. This is woeful. So, Josh, the great Josh685, is a Kiwi um, producer that put this out, I think, just as a beat on TikTok, and then Derulo's sung on it, and it's now a massive hit everywhere. I don't know the full story, but that this seems to be. This doesn't make any sense. This sounds like 
just some vocal from something else. It sounds like, something it sounds like playing a kazoo in the background or something. Remember when I bought a kazoo? That was a great time. That's the great Josh685, which sure we'll be hearing more Jason, from- you're better than this. Is he? <laughs> He's so into TikTok, I thought he'd do something more fun with that beat, True. not something that basic and boring. Didn't he get his dick out on TikTok? Or No. Just, well, he didn't get his... I mean, it's I there, that. but oh, it's... Excuse me? Present. <laughs> I don't know! It's a PG application. <laughs> he did get um, his photo removed on Instagram for b- being... In your face. Not definitely not the right phrase. That was just not the that. right phrase at it was. all. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's do AJR. So we loved AJR back in the day. Remember they had that I'm Ready song that sampled SpongeBob, which was great. Got a new one called Bang Top 50 in the US. Here we go. JR. I think like theatre kids who think that they're cool would really love yeah. AJR. Yeah, that's the vibe you. I'm getting. I get you. That's uh, why they're 48 in the US. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. It's very digestible. They were for a little while doing this like sort of really political kind of slant on their music. Really well, ma- like really well made stuff. But all the lyrics were really quite broad and lyric and, and, and political. I haven't I haven't paid attention to them for a long time, but I did enjoy the album they put out because it was like yeah. one of the only albums ever where lyrically it wasn't all about like love. Yeah. Like exactly. they actually sung about different topics. Exactly. <laughs> and when Which you're refreshing. When you're an unloved person like I, sometimes you need music that reflects your <laughs> your reality. I love you, Nick. Oh, cheers, <laughs> uh, number one song on iTunes in the US right now is brand new Beyonce. Dropped yesterday. Title first, obviously, and then Spotify and Apple follow. A little while later. It's called Black Parade. Feels like a really like essential voice to have around at the moment. So yes. Essential leader. So, as um, three white kids from Australia, I hope I'm not speaking on behalf of anyone, but I had no idea what Juneteenth was until recently when everyone kind of explained it on Instagram, which obviously I'm very grateful for to be able to learn about this sort of thing. And um, she released this as part of a celebration of that day, which was the end of slavery in the United States. So anyone who might also not be across what it yeah. is. Really cool. And that's the thing. I think a lot of us, especially, as you said, like three white kids in Australia have had the opportunity to learn thanks to these incredible black voices and black resources. Um, you know, the history of something like Juneteenth. I don't think anyone in this, a lot of people in Australia hadn't heard of it until um, until the last couple of weeks. And yeah, to have a, an essential voice like Beyonce, who's been incredible through this process, she, she wrote the most amazing letter to um, the Attorney General involved in the Breonna Taylor investigation and put that out publicly for other people to follow and yeah she's been really present it's been amazing two new Beyonce songs in the last two months as well she did wow. the Savage remix as well never yeah. a bad time I feel um, like she's um really pioneered this, the surprise drop too like I feel like nobody was doing that before Beyonce did that with no. that entire album I still remember I was sitting on a bus in London with my friend Michael Cragg and we would we, we were 
on the way home, a bit blind, we'd been to see Tom Aspel perform. Um, it was very fun night. Oh, no, was it Tom Aspel or was it Charlie XCX? One of the two. Anyway, and then um, the album dropped and we listened to it on the way home and it was the most amazing album ever. Um, speaking of Beyonce adjacent citizens. one of the worst citizens, stories you've ever told. Fuck you. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not wrong. It was a pretty shit story. Um, speaking of Beyonce adjacent um, entities, Chloe and Halley have just been continually um, just popping into my life this week. That Today Show performance they did that's been all over Twitter and Instagram is the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen. Um, set yet again another new standard for at-home well, performances. Well, you know that Beyonce has taste. Like, she's not going to sign anyone she doesn't believe in. Exactly. So. And speaking of taste, brand new Amy Sharp. Everybody, everybody Everybody Rise, number four on iTunes in Australia at the moment and on Spotify as well, going quite well. Um, I am an unapologetic lover of the shark. Nathan, your thoughts? Joel Little used to be such a reliable, high-quality producer of pop music that could do something out of the box every time and still be completely amazing when he was working with, like, Broods and Lord and stuff. And like Jared James, and then he branched out, and then something happened. Taylor Swift did something to him, <laughs> and like a he spell is now the sorts. producer of the most basic-sounding pop music, like Martin Johnson from a few years ago, who I don't think anyone remembers, but he was working with like Carmen and Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I do. Carmen. Oh Carmen. my God. What's she called now? How good was Carmen? She's got a new name, doesn't she? Um, it's like. They were amazing, but I'm just that. saying he wasn't a great producer. <laughs> um, and, like, I just don't know what has happened to Joel. What's going on? Taylor I- broke him. <laughs> I love the bridge everybody, in this. Um, here we go. This is still the chorus, but then it gets into the bridge. So, like, uh, Queen Herbie, I believe, Carmen Queen is now Herbie. known by. That's right. Yes, yes that's it. happening what um i was like i just can't stand this vocal delivery it doesn't sound right doesn't sound authentic she's doing halsey it does sound like halsey actually she always had a bit of a halsey-esque quality to her voice very american avoid it very american pronunciation went and saw amy shark live at the odeon theater in hobart of all places only recently within the last year and for some reason she started her concert with um with a song from les mis (laughs) and i was like i don't know why you're doing it but i'm here for it the shark the bloody shark bless her bless her cotton socks I'm really, I, I, I don't think I made it very clear. I think this song is very good. I really, really like it. I think it's a step forward for Amy as well. It's a step away from the, like, kind of gritty, folky kind of stuff that she was doing and a step towards making, like, big pop songs. I feel like she's been doing big pop for a while, though. It's been big, but, like, I don't know. I, I'm not explaining it very well, which is great as a music broadcaster that I'm, I'm doing such a thing. Um, but I like it. And that's all that matters. This is Project Use Pop Corner. That's the chart watch. It's Popcorner. <laughs> that was bad. Let me do that one again. Popcorner, a podcast by Project U. I've been writing a song since we broke up. Yes. Welcome.
Welcome to um, a new segment that will be sporadically popping up called the Daryl Braithwaite Update, or as Grace Guard refers to it, the Upthwaite. You like that, right? Okay. So last week we brought you the story of Daryl Braithwaite's incredible, iconic, brilliant, never-before-seen single, Love Songs, and how... For a quick recap of how it happened, um, it was written, someone sent it to him to send to his manager to send to Pink. And then it didn't get to Pink and then Pink didn't want it, so Daryl started performing it at concerts, but before he even heard back from Pink's camp, started performing it at concerts. Now, I have an update on the email containing the song to get it to Pink. Um, Daryl spoke on a radio show in Melbourne, on Nova, with Chrissy, Sam and Brownie, um, about whether he actually sent the email or not to Pink. Daryl, when you say you sent it to Roger twice, yeah. did you actually yeah. press send? <laughs> that, um, well, I'm not really good with phones. <laughs> and I think that, you know, sometimes when you send them and you think include or forward the attachment, oh. I, I may not have sent them. Yeah, the you may not have. So now we don't know if he actually ever got the song in the first place. Well, I mean, the man's 71. Surely there are more direct ways to get to pink. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but we're glad that Daryl has this song. And I was going back through the Daryl back catalogue the other day. There are so many good songs that this man did over the journey. Um, Like, and Nathan, we saw him at the um, Fire Relief concert. Dude can still belt. Dude is still so good at performing. This song still slaps. I did not know this song was Daryl Braithwaite. Yeah. What about this? This one's a no, little bit more pub rocky, but really? You don't know this song? No. What? No, never heard it. Wow. I don't do pub rock. I have a mum and a gay dad. Darryl I was listening to ABBA exclusively. Daryl Braithwaite. Not that pop. song. Here he is live at Firefight. Wow. A place that we were. <laughs> and Amy Shark. <laughs> Amy Shark was there too. So was, um, what else was there? Conrad. Conrad was there. Conrad was there. I don't know how they got him, but he was there. Um, <laughs> Conrad was in my dream last night. <laughs> Why? Um, I can't remember the context. I didn't think he occupied space in anyone's brain. <laughs> How did he get in there? He's, 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 not, he's a very busy man, but sometimes he finds time to you know, seep into the brains of lowly music broadcasters across the country. You love calling yourself a broadcaster today, don't you? Well, it's what I write on me. Um, I write that on my... Oh, your airline when you're flying yeah, out of the country? when you have to put down your occupation, because I do about 15 different things, I have to choose, and I always go with broadcaster. I always go with executive producer. Oh. And they're like, you don't need to put executive. And I'm like, yeah, I know. What do you do, Nathan? You put podcaster down? <laughs> of course. Lover of alt is what I put down. <laughs> okay. That's your Daryl Braithwaite update or upweight. Not sure if it'll be back. It will. <laughs> Pop Corner. A podcast by Project U. Let's play a bit of Isaac Dunbar. Something brand new came out from him um, as part of the soundtrack to Love, Victor, the brand new show that's on Hulu in the States. And what streaming service in Australia, Nathan? None of them. Nobody. 
Nobody will come forward at the moment and say if they're going to attempt to show it. Um, Stan has been picking up Hulu shows, but has not picked this one up. Um, Why? It feels like it well, would be a very Stan show. It does, but they picked up the Hulu show Looking for Alaska, which was also based mm. on popular YA novel. And as far as I know, nobody watched that. Uh, so I did maybe, not watch it, no. So maybe it was just like, well, this doesn't work. But that aside, there are, some, there are a couple of good songs that have come from its soundtrack, which uh, were worked on by friend of the pod, Leland. We one from Grace and Chance, one from someone I haven't heard of, and one from Isaac Dunbar. Isaac can this do is nice. no wrong. This slinky little bop. He's just... Yes, it does, Isaac. It does feel good. He's just so <laughs> fucking good. He's like my favourite interview so, I've done all year, Isaac. And his, the fact he is making the songs he is at such a fucking young age murders me every time I think about it because he's just... Too good. He's too good for his own good. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't understand the words for it. We um, we need everyone to tweet at Stan and tell them to pick up Love Victor. But yep. it is one of my, my one of my great fears that it has been secretly picked up by one of the others. Like, um, I think Amazon Prime picked up a Hulu show recently and didn't show it for three months. Oh, or, I have a real. It could be Foxtel, who also yeah. like to pick up shows oh, and binge. not ever show them. Oh, I hope like, Binge hasn't picked it up. Like what they did to Pose, which was mm. refused to acknowledge they picked it up and then show it like six months later. When you said Pose just then, I thought you meant Pose Kitchen. I was like, no! I was like, why has Pose Kitchen been picked up by, <laughs> by a streaming service? I have a real problem with the oversaturation of all of these streaming platforms because I'm going to have to go back to pirating things again because I can't afford all of the streaming services. Yeah, exactly. Let's not forget that the reason this is happening and it's not out worldwide is because Disney's homophobic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, admittedly, I have recently downloaded Foxtel's Binge app and I'm actually kind What's of into it. There? Oh, yeah, what is on there? There's, a, there's like Vanderpump Rules, there's Real Housewives, there's um, a bunch of like really great lifestyle shows, including this British renovation show called Ugly House to Lovely House, which I'm oh, thoroughly enjoying. That's a great title. That's really I do love the lifestyle shows. Yeah, I've like. just been watching a lot of renovation shows on there at the moment. But um, The only thing yeah. that attracts me about the binge library was the fact that they were going to be doing the reboot of Pack to the Rafters um, that Jessica Murray is not going to be involved in. Yeah. Yeah, reboot of Pack to the Rafters is happening, but they do what have are they the calling whole it? Something oh, back season. to the rafters. Back to the rafters. Some great work. That's incredible. That's an incredible title. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so we just play a little bit of the Grace and Chance song that's come out from Love Victor as well, called Ashley. Listen to this. A young man sing all day. Beauty, what an angel. We just love him. We just love him. Um, yeah, I've been watching. On Netflix, I started watching when I went off grid um, at the start of this week. Um, I started watching um, Selling Sunset, which is just this absurd show about <laughs> Beck Shaw mentioned it on um, Bring a Plate, their podcast with P- yes. Peter Taggart. Um, it's it's based on this like 
luxury real estate agency in LA and it's run by these like two like five foot two men with giant white smiles but it's not about like the actual operations it's about the drama with the women that work for them and it's like it just basically is like housewives level drama all the time and the stories are absurd and in the first episode there's this new member that arrives and then I did some googling she's been an actress for the last 20 years but also just happens to have a real estate license so they were like these women are too boring we need an actual actress in there to like fabricate some drama anyway I'm obviously addicted to it and I can't stop watching it another show that's on binge that I've been watching sorry I know this isn't a show podcast well, no, but I'm I'm gonna, let's send this to binge we'll get your bloody free yes. subscription um, no, you will Flipping not. Exes. It's um, it's another renovation show, but it's about this um, this couple of exes who flip houses together, and one of them is a real estate agent, and the other one is like a builder contractor, and they just flip all these houses that they bought for like fifty thousand dollars in like Indiana or something, and just turn them into luxury real estate, and it's so good because they're so flirty, but they're exes, so it's a bit taboo. It's I love that. Great. Well, I have a lot to deal with at the moment. I've got to watch the second season of The Order, which is a stupid show about uh, hot werewolves. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> the, the, the main guy, the main guy in it has dyed his hair blonde for this season. I'm very excited Ooh. for that development. Um, that's does very, that make him a blonde nice. werewolf or does he stay his natural hair colour? <laughs> I don't actually know. Maybe that's something that happens. I'll have to find out. But Please let us know. I have a PS4 game to play. I'm very busy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta play The Last of Us Part 2. Is that the one with the Tash Sultana song in? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any information about Tash Sultana. Sweeper. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U. Project U's Pop Quiz. Yeah, all right, time to do um, the Pop Quiz, which is where one of us brings a game to the table every week. I'm stealing one that Nathan's done in the past called the Daily Mail Caption Game. Um, although not all the stories are from the Daily Mail, so maybe I should just call it like the Publication Caption Game. Basically, I will read a headline or a caption from the Daily Mail or another site but I will blank out who it's about you've got to guess who it's about I won't give you options though actually yeah I know I will give you options I like not having options okay I'll not give you options you can fill the gaps cool let's do it that way alright number one names are buzzers the voice (laughs) filthy feet leave viewers disgusted Grace yes Grace that would be about Delta Goodrum because she did have filthy feet could you say that one more time because you dropped out again? <laughs> that would be about Delta Goodrum because she had incredibly filthy feet. It's Delta Goodrum indeed. I still don't know the context of why she put her feet, her bare feet up on the um, the buzzer, but it was a lot. <laughs> it was so much to deal with. All right, one point to Grace. Number two in the caption game. I've only got three, so you'll have to, you know, it's going to be a quick three. one. Three. Um, <laughs> what? How many do you have? Like ten? Also, I, I, must, I must thank uh, at Whitney Houston on Twitter for sending through all three, so I didn't have to do any of my own work. Um, that was an article from the Daily Mail, so I did get that one right. This is an article from The Music Network, um, run by the great Jake Chalinor. Um, <laughs> declares Australian songwriters a cut above the rest. Who declared Australian songwriters a cut above the rest? Wrong answers only. 
some options. Okay, yeah, I'll give you some options for this one. That's fine. Was it Jason Derulo, Ricky Lee, or Dennis Handlin, the Sony boss? Who declared Australian songwriters a cut above the rest in the industry now, publication, the music? All right, Nathan. I was actually going to stupidly guess Ricky Lee. So since she's in your options, I'm going to go with her. It's correct. No Ricky Lee declares Australian songwriters a cut above the rest. Subheading, Ricky Lee is ploughing full throttle. I don't like the word ploughing there. Through Awful the pandemic. Subtle. I'm not going to stop. Also, I like that, that they said Ricky Lee is ploughing full throttle because throttle is the producer on this track. Good, good headline work you know, there. Double entendre. The great Jake Chalador. I'm, I'm still obsessed with this song. I heard it's it on so the radio good. yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's everywhere. It's going well. It sounds great on the radio, doesn't it? It's nice when you hear a song on the radio and you go, this is good. Um, if You're Too Shy by the 1975, it's been getting played on the radio and it sounds really good, like in the context of the radio. In my alt moment in the last <laughs> week and a half, I actually did go and listen to that 1975 album and I didn't find um, much to like. No. <laughs> Very One of the great bloated albums. Definitely could cut half of it out. All right, final one, because it's this one all. This is for the win. This is for the bloody win. This is for the bloody win. This is a um, caption of a photo in the Daily Mail. Mm. Good good times held up her pot cake while chatting. Her what? Her pot cake. Pot cake? What's a pot cake? A cake with marijuana in it. Oh, I thought it was cooked in a pot. <laughs> good bang. Um, oh. Remember names of buzzers? Yeah, I know. And I'm trying to think if um, if Whitney Houston sent these through to you, who would be <laughs> on brand for them to uh, shoot through? <sighs> All right, give, give us some options. Okay. Three options. First one, Grace Jones. Great Grace Jones. Very on brand Op- for Whitney Houston. Option number two, Mariah Carey. Also on brand. <laughs> option number three, Lisa Rinna. The Real Housewives. Grace. Yes. I was. I had a vague feeling it was someone from The Real Housewives, so I'm going to go Lisa Rinna. Okay. Incorrect. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the... The artist playing in the background? <laughs> yes. I'm going to decide that it's Mariah Carey. <laughs> it is. Nathan wins the game! Oh, congratulations, Nathan. <laughs> Thanks so much. I tried really hard. You get Winnerbed Medium. Yes. This is your that, oh, so that's only that when we're Benny mediumly Blanco happy protection. for a winner? Well, this is... Do you want to hear large? Winnerbed Large? Yes. No. Oh, that's if it's a large prize. I can't hear Benny Blanco in that production, so it's not as good. It's Pop Corner. <laughs> what am I doing here? It's Pop Corner. Well, how about this for an ending song? I've been Send everyone away with a smile. What we want to do. Um, okay, we'll be back next week. Leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. Hit follow on Spotify. They're going up every week, which is nice to see that our pushing is working. Um, Tell Stan to pick up Love Victor. I've just done it from the Project U account. If you need a template, you can copy it from at projectu.tv on Twitter. Or just retweet and, um, it. Shout out to the people that are listening. Yeah. Yeah, that's so wild that you listen. It's lovely. It's bloody lovely. That's so weird. I know. Who'd bother?
to hear us I'd bang on about Daryl Bray. <laughs> show is so annoying. <laughs> You're the worst. I listened to it the other day. It was great. I listened to it on, on the way to my holiday in the car. Listened like a listener, if you will. I was like, it's a pretty good podcast. And as a listener, how do you, you listen think? like a non-listener? Oh, because like I generally well, listen to things with a, with a sort of critical angle. Um, you know how hmm. we can make it different. But I tried to maybe 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 you should listen to this one with a critical oh, angle. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the podcast. See you next week. Catch up. This is Pop Corner, a podcast by the kids at Project U.